You are listening to Will and Matt watch all of the Transformers films. I'm Matt. And I'm Will. And this week we are talking about Transformers Revenge of the Fallen from 2009. It's uh, obviously a sequel to Transformers from, I think it was 2007. Uh, yeah, I think 2007. Yeah, directed by Michael Bay again with uh, Shia and Megan. And uh, it's awesome. Again, done. <laughs> no, it's it's really... I really like this movie. And it critics just tore this movie a new fucking asshole. I mean, like, I understand some of the critiques. I will say that. I, I, I understand that it's long. And it is... That is correct. Yeah, but that's something that I think we're just going to have to deal with with all of the Transformers films. Yeah. Ebert said it's an ex- it's a horrible experience of unbearable length. As much as I like some of Ebert's views, there were multiple moments where he got super critical about things. And I do think it was a almost coming at it from the point of, you know what? Michael Bay usually just means it's fun. I think Ebert wanted something deep. But at the same time, it's like, hey, Roger Ebert, you wrote Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. So (laughs) Michael Bay also apologized for the movie and said it was crap. And he, he said, uh, it was hard to pull the movie together right after the writer's strike. And it just turned out to be shit. And Shia didn't like it either. And he said, uh, we got lost. We tried to go bigger. Michael B Michael Bay went too big. I'm fine with you calling him Michael B by the way. Yeah. 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 Our buddy, Michael B Michael B went too big. And, uh, I think lost the anchor yada, yada, yada. But like, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't, it's, it's, it's a movie about robots fighting each other. Like, I don't know. That's weird weird for him to for michael bay to apologize like out of all of his films this is the one he's gonna apologize for <laughs> like apologize for bad boys too i've said it before but i think that i am now a michael bay fan and i love yeah. this movie like i think that it honestly improves upon the previous movie in just about every way and keeps the awesome elements of the first movie so i'm totally totally down with it i do think that one of the things that this one benefits from as opposed to the last one is that we don't have to introduce every character we don't have to do a big big story to just build it just the transformers are already here we're done yeah so we can jump right into the story so i mean yeah we start out i guess roughly with um you know the one uh you know trying to find the one decepticon that was a giant wheel i mean otherwise there wasn't a lot of build-up as opposed to the first one where the first 30 minutes were just building the story and i mean the other thing is this movie self-aware i mean it doesn't try it's not trying to take itself seriously Seriously, I mean, in, when um, Sam drops the AllSpark shard through the floor and, like, all the kitchen appliances become robots, one of them has a dick gun. Like, that's not something you do in a serious movie. The fucking, um, the big constructor robot, he's got fucking truck nuts. Like, like the, the movie is very self-aware that it is just dumb and ridiculous and it's about robots fighting. Like, I don't know why anybody would expect anything else. <laughs> And it does a great fucking job of robots fighting. I swear, Optimus Prime pulled his fucking punches in the last movie because Optimus Prime is a bad motherfucker in this movie. Yeah, 
Like yes. when he's saving Sam, he's fighting the the three Decepticons. He it takes three Decepticons to take him down. He kills one. Of, he almost kills two of them. It's um what Megatron, uh, Starscream, and uh, another one like helicopter guy. He kills the helicopter guy. Like the helicopter guy is not even important. I don't even know his fucking name. He almost he <laughs> takes Starscream's arm off. And the only way Megatron kills him is he sneaks up behind him because Neg- Megatron's a fucking pussy. Like Optimus Prime is a bad motherfucker in this movie. Yeah, and in classic Transformers tradition, like we learned from the very first cartoon Transformers, they play this very kind of positive, heroic music (laughs) right before they slaughter your hero. Like, Jesus, like, I knew it was coming. I knew what was going to happen, like, because I think I'd watched, like, the first half of this movie a long time ago. I knew it was coming, but as I'm watching it, I was like, "Ah, why are they playing the Victorious music? music right now that's not what's about to happen and then i realized i'm like oh my god this is basically the equivalent of the you've got the touch scene so great cool (laughs) i do wish that we had gotten a live action hot rod though that would have been neat yeah yeah that would have been badass hot rod was cool that's one of the designs that i did not care for in this was uh rc was in this yeah the she she was the motorcycle right yeah i wasn't attracted to this version probably because it's it's a realistic looking version of how you know a machine would did look. you did you claim to be attracted to rc in the cartoon yeah i don't recall that i think that's one of those things i just wiped out of my memory so i can maintain some level of respect for you it, it might have been one of those things that i said in my head and not out loud because i was like jesus <laughs> i want people to have respect for me <laughs> it was probably in my notes guess what's getting cut out of this episode boom <laughs> Uh, Rain Wilson is in this, and he is so fucking cool. I'm upset that Rain Wilson doesn't have a bigger part in this. I know, right? <laughs> He's. I love that. I don't know what it is about, and it could just be. I, and I hope that you know Rain Wilson would never take offense to this sort of thing. But the idea of him playing the character that way, and the students having a crush on him, I think is just one of the. It, it makes it so much funnier. Oh of yeah. A scene and like how proud he is, and Shia kills it in that scene. Oh, yeah, Shia does a great fucking job with the whole, like, psychotic break thing. Yeah, like, the him doing the, like, stutter and reading the information and everything, it's like, Jesus, like, I actually felt really kind of almost anxious for him of, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, is he going to be okay? And it's like, well, it's a Michael Bay film, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he di- kind of, like, dies, though, at the end. I mean, he comes back to life, but... Well, yeah. Well, you knew that it was going to happen because they didn't play triumphant music beforehand. They were actually like, this is serious music. So it's like, ah, Chai's going to be back. But if they played like happy-go-lucky music, it just his head would have blown off. Well, Optimus comes back, so your theory doesn't make any sense. Your theory doesn't make any sense? <laughs> yeah, he, he dies and he goes to like robot heaven or something. And the primes are like, you can be a leader now. Revive Optimus. And, um... I saw what that planet looked like. That was not Robot Heaven. That was Robot Hell, dude. I think it was kind of dumb for the Primes to, uh, sacrifice themselves to hide the Matrix. That just seemed kind of like they needed the Primes to build the Energon-making machines by sucking the energy from suns, right? So, like... It seems that, I don't know, it seems like they kind of doomed their entire race by being like, oh, we're just gonna, we're just gonna sacrifice ourselves to make a wall that some idiot's gonna accidentally break later. We're three films in now. (laughs) So Transformers, right? 
Yeah, yeah. I think the one thing that has tracked throughout every movie is that the Transformers aren't exactly good leaders. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, You know what? Last time I talked shit about Optimus for being terrible at planning. This time I'm so impressed with Optimus's badass fucking fighting that I'm just... I. I, I have so much respect for Optimus now. Do you think his planning is actually bad on purpose? There, someone else like Bumblebee's like, "Yo, uh, Optimus, you shouldn't do that. They'll probably come and attack." He's like, "Yeah, I know. I'm gonna bust some fucking heads." I think you're right. I think you're right. Optimus, Optimus is really just a violent, menacing creature. He just channels that into fighting Decepticons instead of trying to take over the universe or whatever yeah like we don't know what his factual story is on cybertron he's probably just this dude that goes bar to bar drinking and fighting people yeah i think you're probably right like he has like a duster on cybertron <laughs> he's like a fucking cowboy and somebody's like hey you looking at something bub and he's like no you looking at something sacrifice me <laughs> Ah, uh, dude, the fights, the the robot fighting in this movie was awesome. Like you could you could tell some awesome shit was about to happen because I don't, I mean I don't know about the version you watched, but the version I watched it went to like the full frame IMAX shit. You're like, oh shit, we're about to watch some awesome robot fights. Is you know, but that also makes sense because like the final scene, like there was a couple scenes, and it must have been when it switched to IMAX that I noticed that it seemed like almost like the frame rate was a little weirder, and um, it almost reminded me more of like the claymation. Oh really? Um, they they looked so real. Oh yeah. And so it's just one of those like I noted it to myself that I'm like, man, I need to go back, and I forgot to look back. I bet you anything, those are the IMAX scenes. That yeah. is like the frame rate's different or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because in mine, it, it's, uh, it's a full frame. Like, the IMAX scenes are full frame. I guess they're not... F- they're they're like regular 16 by 9 instead of whatever other aspect ratio but yeah no it's uh, yeah no the the fights were phenomenal and they were and i I have to give sorry for talking over you but i have to give michael bay credit on these fights and maybe i don't i can't figure out why because michael bay doesn't make good decisions about camera shots and placement but like he he held the shots like the camera was still moving, but there was no like rapid cut bullshit on the robot fighting scenes, and that's I think that's probably why they look so fucking awesome. Yeah, that we're not just seeing this one shot of like, oh, it's a close up of a fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not like cutting around constantly for whatever bullshit reason they do that. It's it's so fucking cool, man. As you mentioned, that Bay isn't known necessarily for doing good shots. One of the things that super annoyed me about it, I just, I want to buy him a leveler so he stops doing a Dutch angle for every <laughs> single shot. Dude, Sam, <laughs> Sam Witwicky is being dropped off at college. All he's doing is walking onto campus and it's a Dutch angle. Like, there's nothing exciting about this. This isn't a big moment. It's just, why are we acting intense? Come on, give give Mikey B some credit, man. I mean, he's doing the best he can. I think he must be, like blind or something i don't i don't know like that would explain holy shit i need to look up a picture of him maybe one eye's lower than the other (laughs) he's doing his best man and he's making badass movies with robots fighting oh my god does kind of look like one eye's lower than the other um i just realized something about our buddy mikey b do you know who else is mikey b who Michael Bolton. Oh, snap. Look at Michael Bay. Yeah, I'm looking at him. I think he might actually be Michael Bolton. What is, I mean, I mean, I'm not familiar. I know who Michael Bolton is, but I mean, I probably couldn't pick him out of a lineup. He just, Michael, what does Michael Bolton look like now? I do like that when you Google search Michael Bolton, it's all the old images 
Oh yeah, that, I had to go to image search because the the one that pops up is like 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. Dude, I, you might be onto something. I think he's the same guy. I mean, have we ever seen them in the same room together? I never have. I, I think Michael Bolton and Michael Bay are the same person. You know, that tomorrow we're going to find out when it's like, oh my God, did you hear Michael Bolton died in a giant explosion? <laughs> Mikey B just realized that somebody caught on to his sick games. I don't know why I'm calling them sick games. Actually, I would have a huge amount of respect if Michael Bolton and Michael Bay are the same guy. I mean, it makes sense because... Because, like, Michael Bolton's, like, a, he's a musician. He doesn't have, you know, an eye for framing things. But, I mean, he's got, the, he's got that fucking passion that you need to blow this shit up. Yeah. And I'm not sure if you've ever heard it, but most people consider Michael Bolton the Michael Bay of music. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, back to Transformers. <laughs> Um, yeah, Jetfire was fucking awesome. Like, I'm disappointed... Is Jetfire the old one? Yeah, yeah. I'm disappointed that, uh, like, he killed himself to give Optimus his parts. Cause what he was... is it with all the sacrifices? I don't know, man. Like, they just... It's just... I think just the, the Autobots just like sacrificing themselves. Yeah. Jetfire, apparently, when I was looking him up, uh, I actually happened upon it by accident because of one of the Transformers, how well... One of the Transformers had uh, only partially transformed in one of the scenes. And it made me realize I really, really want a live-action Robotech uh, movie based on the old anime. Yeah. Well, I knew that there was some kind of crossover thing with Robotech and Transformers. I didn't realize that actually Jetfire was originally a Robotech character. Really? Yeah, or at least based on one and was released in America uh, under the Transformers line. Now, of course, back then it was uh, white uh, jet or whatever, not this like super cool looking plane. But yeah. it's. It, I, I always forget that like Transformers are basically toys. Like that's the, their origin is toys. I don't know. It's so it's so weird, and you can just you just change that origin because oh well we're, we got this one. It's we're gonna release that one as a transformer in America. Like it's so bizarre to me that that's that's the origin. Like you you just in my mind you think like oh well you got this cool shit that exists. Let's make toys of it. It's not a let's make toys of this and then we'll create some shit that'll make kids want to buy them it's so fucking i don't know it just seems it just seems so bizarre and backwards to me i don't know um they brought back john totoro yes he's such a good fucking character um, i actually liked him a lot more in this one than i did in the first oh one. yeah definitely in the first one he was kind of a bad guy and this one he's he's definitely a good guy i mean he's trying to redeem himself i think and he's so fucking great i'm wondering if that was a choice of like the writers or producers or who decided that that it was like you know what john totoro is really great how do we write him back into this oh yeah and he, i mean and not he's, make people just hate him on the sacrificing note i mean he's basically trying to sacrifice he's he's going in uh to the where they're destroying the pyramids knowing there's a good chance he'll probably get killed fortunately he doesn't so maybe he's in the next one that would be awesome so he's basically an autobot yeah yeah no i think he is he's an autobot i mean you saw how much pleasure he got in the first one from like creating those robots with the allspark and just fucking killing them so i think he's kind of like optimus like he just he wants to kill robots yeah and he just he had to channel that for good Ooh, i want that movie i want him to go to cybertron and they're both like renegades in the old west yeah yeah just going from bar yeah. to bar fighting each 
things. Exactly. Uh, Kaz Anvar's in this. I know you have no idea who that is. Chaz, Chaz Venzar? No, Kaz Anvar. He's in The Expanse television show, which is a fantastic show, and he's a fantastic character. So I thought it was cool to see him in this. He's uh, like an Egyptian Interpol guy. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I had to look him up because I, I did not know that name. Yeah, I didn't figure yeah. you did. Man, he's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. He's he's really awesome in the Expanse. I don't I haven't really I don't know what else he's done, but oh cool! Back in two thousand nine, he was in a miniseries, which was a short lived, canceled television show of uh, the Phantom. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was he was not the main character. It got canceled. Uh, Walmart Timothy Oliphant was back in this, um, which I mean that's cool. I mean I've I've gotten used to him at this point. Yeah, I just I think he did a fine job in it. Yeah, I just, he's once fine. Again, I just really wish it was Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, because Timothy Oliphant's better in every way. Yeah, but I do think I I think Duhamel did a good job in the scene, like when the new security guy was coming oh, up yeah. or whatever. That I thought I thought he pulled off the whole kind of like yeah, we're clearly annoyed by this guy being here. We don't. No, like, that that yeah, was cool when fine. when he when he's like, I need you to pull the shoot. I need you to pull it really yes. hard. Yes. It's like yeah. not now, you dumbass. You're still yeah. in the airplane. Yeah. And then when he walks back over and uh, and Tyrese is there. Yeah, Roman. Yeah, Roman. And he's like, did he even say goodbye? <laughs> uh, Roman was also awesome in this. Like, I'm glad to get to see Roman's backstory because, you know, I was always curious. And, I mean, it, it makes sense that he's just, he always comes in clutch and he's, like, annoying. But great i i find i do find it kind of weird that roman in all the fast and furious movies has never once mentioned that uh he dealt with the transformers i don't think that they're allowed to speak about it ah uh, that's true that's true um I, I was okay with the roommate i wasn't sold on him at first i just i i always like that um that like I, I don't know if you call it a plot device, but where like the guy thinks that he knows what's going on because he's like, but he doesn't realize he's meet he's met someone who's at the center of the entire thing that he's been investigating. Yeah, like I just I just like that that plot point or what I don't like I said I don't know what you'd call that, but well, and I love that like he has the whole scene of all the kids in the back room like all looking for this leaked video footage, and honestly, what makes this scene so much better is Shia LaBeouf oh yeah sitting there and be like no 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 no! i don't know anything about that yeah right. no it looks fake to me looks yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude shia labeouf is so fucking underrated like i feel like he i don't know like i feel like his association association with the transformers movies and like just the i don't know man i don't feel like these movies got the recognition they deserve because michael bay just i don't know i just the I think because critics just hate Michael Bay so much, like just the idea of a Michael Bay movie leaves a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth. I mean, I was the same way. So, I mean, I, I get it. And I just think that Shia's association with the Transformers franchise and Michael Bay just, I don't know, man. I think he got a bad rap for it. For it. I think I think it was that and that um, he was in, uh, yeah, in the next year he was in uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, and everybody hated that, yeah. Yeah, or, oh, wait, no, no, not the next year. Actually, it was the year before. Sorry, 2008. Yeah, so I think it was so much so fast. And everybody really, don't get me wrong. I mean, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is not a good movie necessarily but i mean i think it has if you're if we're looking at it from the same aspect that we're looking at revenge of the fallen to me it's kind of the same of the yeah but you know what it's fun i've never watched an indiana jones movie to think about it oh yeah 
Yeah. I've just watched it to watch Harrison Ford go on a cool adventure and punch Nazis in the face. Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. it's fucking about is punching Nazis and watching them melt their face off. I actually want to, I want more movies of just people punching Nazis. We should have more movies with people punching Nazis, especially in this day and age. We need to fucking make Nazis the bad guys again. Yeah, it seems like, it seems like we shouldn't have to want that more in 2020, but yes. Yeah, yeah. We really fucking need it now yeah we need it now more than ever um some of the uh i do like the appearance of uh devastator in this is that the one that's made out of all the construction equipment yes yeah yes because like he i remember the toy being so cool and when he appeared in the animated movie he was neat was he in the animated movie yeah he's the one that uh gets together at autobot city and starts ripping up the wall like banging on the wall there were a yeah. lot of characters in that movie, and, you know, I couldn't keep up with them at the time. No, that's fair. Um, yeah, I love that Dav- Devastator was in this. I will say some of the additions, like Wheelie. Wheelie, I thought, was kind of neat. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand why there's so much humping in this movie, though. Because this movie can't take itself seriously because it's about robots fighting. That's really... Anytime you, you see, a, like, an off-color joke and you're just like, why is that in here? It's because this movie has to remind the audience that you're watching a movie about robots fighting and you can't take it so, take it too fucking seriously. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think it's actually, like, a well-thought-out, like, planned thing. Like, come on, dude. You're watching a movie about robots fighting. Let's... Let's put away the pen, Ebert. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what... Why did why did Ebert even review this movie? Like, it, uh, one of his... His favorite filmmaker was Werner Herzog. I don't think I've watched any Werner Herzog film where I've thought, oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> I, I like uh, Sam's parents in this still. They're still fun characters. I mean, I loved when his mom uh, got the pot brownies at the college. Yes. After watching just the like introduction of them again is I realize how much I really, really want like a uh, Ron and Judy spinoff because I just want to see them. They're fantastic. That's that's relationship goals. That's hashtag relationship goals is Ron and Judy. Yeah embarrass sam a lot tell his uh future classmates about how you listen to him have sex for the first time (laughs) god that was so great that and i love when she runs off and shia even looks at his dad like he's like dad why did you let her go (laughs) and they actually had a great heartfelt moment in this the scene where ron is trying to get sam to go with them He's like, no, you're my son. Like, it actually was a, oh my God, this has turned super serious fast. Oh yeah, no, you're right. I mean, that was definitely, um, that was definitely, I mean, it made, it was paralleled with the the whole going off to college thing. And the mom was like upset about it. And the dad was like, get get the fuck out of my house. That it was the whole idea of like, no, you guys have to learn to let him go. Like, this is his thing. Yeah, yeah. Just, oh my God. Yeah, no, that was super dark. I was not, I was not prepared for that. (laughs) Uh, Bumblebee is really awesome in this. Like, I never really, like, I, I have, this is the first time I had seen this movie. Um, and I watched the original Transformers when it came out, how, like, like a few years ago. The original Transformers when it came out a few years ago. Yeah, well, not, like, the, the first Transformers movie. Oh, back in 2007? So a decade and three years ago. Yeah, 13 years ago. That's a few years. A few years could be any number I want it to be, Matt. Well, I'm a few years old. I mean, compared to Jetfire, you are. I will take that as a compliment. <laughs> All right, go on though. Um, oh, and and I remember like the the hype around Bumblebee at the time, 
and thinking, I mean, like, he's just a Camaro. Like, he's not really that cool. But I really like Bumblebee in this. I thought it was weird, though, to, like, because didn't he get his voice back at the end of the first one? Yeah, he got his voice back and then they took it away again because I guess they thought it was cooler for him to talk with radio, which, I mean, it is cool. Yeah, it is really cool for him, too. But at the same time, I mean, just give him a voice, man. I don't... It is weird. Like, I'm assuming that he's a junkian in this, kind of, because of the ones that talked TV in the cartoon one. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i sure that's just a, somebody just thought, hey, this is cool, so let's do it this way. Yeah, but. I don't think... I don't think... Uh, I don't think Bumblebee's a junkian, man. Jun- Bumblebee's, like, a legit Autobot. And he's a fucking badass fighter, too. He really is. Like, you don't really get to see any of the other Transformers. Like, none of them have... Does Ironhide or, or Ratchet, like, even have a line in this movie? Yeah, I think I think Ironhide does at the beginning because I feel like he says something that seems very stereotypical yeah. of, yeah. I'm gonna kick ass. Yeah. And they introduce, like, some other Transformers. Um, Sideswipe was a, a Corvette, and, uh, like, there was one that was, uh, like, a Chevy Volt or something. And I don't like they're they're just like like it seems like they shouldn't just be like side characters, but I don't know. It's like they don't know what to do with them except for just have them fight <laughs> because it is a movie about robots fighting. That's, well, I wonder how much of that is a like, hey guys, can we animate this? Yeah, we can. Cool. Then uh, can they get in a fight? Like, well, then they're in it. There you go. Then sold. I really think that the fight with Optimus and um what in the woods when he's trying to save Sam is way better than the fight at the end. The fight in the end is more epic, but just the f- watching Optimus fucking beat the shit out of uh megatron starscream and that other one who i forgot his name again it's just was just so fucking awesome i do think the final one got super i mean like you said epic um i mean it was just epic in scale i mean they went to fucking Edric, man <laughs> yeah well and i and i and i'm going to assume that it's also partially epic because we use slow motion more but it also got like again another kind of dark moment of like that i think it's the final scene where uh optimus says to the one the to the fallen like let me see your face oh yeah optimus is shit talking like crazy man and he rips off his the equivalent of skinning someone's face it's it's kind of disturbing dude optimus is fucking brutal (laughs) oh my god optimus prime isn't even the guy who bar hops and gets into fights on cybertron he's a serial killer (laughs) he's collecting faces There's probably a deleted scene where he put it on. He's like, oh, I'm the fallen. (laughs) It's like Optimus has lost it. Uh, The oxygen's gone to his head. Let's get him back to Cybertron. Do, do the Transformers breathe air? Because, like, they can travel in space that has no air, seemingly just fine, but, like, how does does how does their voice work? Well, I, I mean, I ask this because, like, when uh, Sam revives Optimus with the Matrix, like, Optimus, like, coughs and, like, dust comes out of his mouth. It's like, do, do, do Transformers breathe? No, they can't. Because I would Because they were all not. under the water, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, they, I don't know why he coughed. He's trying to fit in. Oh, is that what it is? He's been on Earth so long, he's trying to be more human? Yeah. Like, he's like, <clears throat> and it's like, why are you coughing? We didn't talk about this, but you, you reminded me about the, the Decepticons going to get um, Megatron at the ocean. Like, why do we always have to have, like, just a shitty government agent who's a prick and ruins everything? Like, he gave away the location of the uh, AllSpark shard, and he gave away the location of Megatron. Like, 
why why is that why do we always have to have like a dumb government agent who fucks it up i'm honestly really surprised that the guy didn't also mention like and by the way i personally am the only one that knows if you rip apart this pyramid there's a machine under it um I mean, it's like it seems like one of those things where this entire situation could have been avoided if that guy wasn't there. Yeah, but I think that that's that's the that is a hundred percent that trope. Oh yeah, definitely. Because like, because I mean, it's the same as the uh, EPA guy from uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, that shuts down the grid and releases all the ghosts back out and everything. Like, it's just it's always that guy that it's like, oh my god, fine, we know exactly what you're going to do. And so Michael Bay's like, how do I make it interesting? Give it a Dutch angle. <laughs> I mean, I guess it does make it more interesting. Thank you, Michael Bay. Thank you, Michael Bolton. Mikey B. (laughs) Yeah, and like the Decepticons just fucking suck. They well, no, they go to the bottom of the ocean, and that little shitty annoying robot. Um, like all the small Decepticons are just super fucking annoying, and there's a bunch of them. But um, he's like, oh, we need parts, and they just rip apart the small one to bring back Megatron. Megatron's not a good leader. Why do you guys want to revive him? Well, not to mention, isn't he the like? Isn't one of the small ones like a weird surgeon type character that has a German accent? Oh yeah, yeah. Is that the one that um like shoved his body in Sam's face? Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I love that. Why, like the Decepticons were even like, "What's the scariest accent we can give this surgeon?" Nazi. And they're like, "Yeah, yeah." Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. No, that's um. I don't know why all the small ones are that way. I don't understand why, like you said, that they're going after Megatron. I mean, Megatron keeps I, getting his dumbass killed. Like he's not good. Yeah, it's probably. I mean, it's probably the same thing as like you know the Confederates. Well, South will rise again. It's like you guys lost the first time. Just shut up. <laughs> we're gonna raise the body of robert e lee it's like you know he lost right so stonewall jackson <laughs> starscream kind of sucks too though so i guess just like they all just kind of suck yeah maybe the just maybe that's it is the decepticons just all suck Soundwave's kind of cool but he doesn't fight anybody he just kind of floats around and hacks into satellites yeah maybe it's that the decepticons are named the decepticons because they're like oh man they're giant robots they're decepting me into believing that they're dope but well they're optimus has to have somebody to beat up and take their face so if it's not the decepticons who's it gonna be what happens if, if optimus prime is actually creating the decepticons like simmons was yeah just so he can murder them i mean i think that might be a possibility like if we find out that's true in the next movie i won't be surprised oh my god he's totally gonna buffalo bill it he's gonna put on the fallen's face he's gonna have enough of a suit and he's gonna do that scene in front of the mirror wow uh, sam oh god i can't do it i can't do it oh god that's why that's why they were watching uh sam and michaela on bumblebee's hood at the last and then the last one at least they didn't do that shit again because that was super fucking weird <laughs> i actually have expected it when they were on the battleship at the end or not battleship but the carrier and uh and they're both standing there proudly next to each other like hands on their hips i have expected Optimus to just look at Sam and be like, Hey Sam, you gonna go kiss her? <laughs> Are you guys gonna make out again? By the way, this entire ship is an Autobot. <laughs> We've seen so many weenuses. <laughs> Oh my god, actually, yeah, the giant ships have, like, if you're an airplane a carrier, don't some of these places have bathrooms on them? Yes, like, you think the sailors just hold it in for three months while they're on the water? Yeah, but is one of them a Transformer? Because that's gotta make stuff awkward probably is well hopefully michael bay will answer that question one day i'm looking you forward know to after it. he plays after he plays a concert yeah is he touring right now 
Probably not because of COVID. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. He's saving his sweet, sweet vocals. <laughs> I will say one of the things that I also really appreciate about this a and I don't think we mentioned it before that Hugo Weaving is the voice of Megatron. And Hugo Weaving does a phenomenal job. Oh, yeah. Hugo Weaving is just great in general. Yeah. The Fallen in this was uh, Tony Todd, who is probably most known for uh, playing Candyman. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, yeah. He's a phenomenal actor also. one. I'm not sure which Prime, because it's just called Prime Number 1, is Michael York, who I think... Most people probably know him now for Austin Powers. He was the chief or whatever. Yeah. But Michael York is, he was in Logan's Run way back and uh, he's a phenomenal actor as well. I'm not sure which one prime number one is though. So I don't, I couldn't pick out his British accent anywhere. So I feel bad that Michael York was lost. Also though, Wheelie, that I really liked him. I like the, I kind of like the idea of the Decepticon becoming a friend but i don't know i feel like there was a lot of torture behind his character that was kind of awkward yeah yeah it seems weird for him to switch sides after he's been tortured unless he's just like a masochist and he really appreciated it like i don't know oh maybe he realized he was an autobot when he was willing to sacrifice himself oh you know you're probably right um but his character though that was voiced by uh tom kenny that uh was in uh, he did spongebob oh yeah that's spongebob which actually uh one of the episodes had david bowie in it okay and david bowie was in uh twin peaks firewalk oh yes yes thank you thank you (laughs) do 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 this has been matt's twin peak twin peaks connection uh i was concerned once i knew that i could do it through david bowie i had to oh yeah yeah i had to go that route yeah so i mean i feel like you can do anything through david bowie I feel like I want to take that to a dirty place, but also I agree with you, so I can't. <laughs> uh, the Oh, man, we didn't even talk about the uh, weird um, the Decepticon Pretender. Oh, yeah, what the fuck was that? How, they can just turn to people? That was weird. I, I don't, I, I wasn't really cool with that, man. It wasn't even that much of a, like, surprise that she wasn't a good person they very much channeled the evil like demon possessed character from like any horror film that is like yeah no she seems extremely she had a fucking tail which is just super weird damn dude you're gonna offend everybody with tails i don't think that's a large i mean fuck maybe maybe lots of people have tails and i just don't know it like they're wearing pants and shirts i just can't i i assume that most people don't have tails though we actually all do except we just haven't told you wouldn't that be fucking crazy like if most people have tails and i just didn't know about it because i don't have one yeah it's why we all related to uh tails and you were like hey sonic's cooler and we're like fuck that guy he probably doesn't have a tail i mean i think sonic is objectively cooler than tails though okay first off knuckles is better than anybody but still well you didn't bring knuckles into the conversation we were talking about sonic versus tails okay well sonic versus tails i don't yeah maybe tails is annoying he's just like this whiny little guy that just flies around with like his nine tails or whatever the fuck i don't think it was nine tails are you thinking of a cat of nine tails like the like the whip thing no i'm not thinking of whip things all right sure weirdo (laughs) i want to (laughs) watch all right we've lost definitely lost the plot here and got off in some strange direction uh do you have anything else to say about transformers revenge of the fallen dude lincoln park is back (laughs) lincoln park is back i think 
like I read some trivia thing that led me to believe that they had a large part in the score. And I meant to look it up, but I totally forgot. So let's discuss this right quick. Okay. Uh, Jablonski, I think it's Jablonski is the name of the guy that did the film score again. I uh, worked on it in the first one as well. Lincoln Park had a song for this movie. Well, to do kind of the film score, they based the film score on their song. So Hans Zimmer, like legendary musician or legendary composer of film scores Hans Zimmer yeah worked closely with Linkin Park to create the film score that's gotta be really cool though like if you have anything to do with music and you're like well somehow I've lucked my way into having to do with Transformers a major Hollywood production fuck it bring in Hans Zimmer we're gonna do this shit right like that has to be like and it, you know it's no offense towards Linkin Park or whatever but yeah like I can't imagine how they would feel that it's like hey guys do you mind sitting down with this guy yeah I would love to yeah he's got a master class out there yeah fucking Linkin Park I'm gonna sign up for the master class just to see if there's a chapter on working with Linkin Park <laughs> It actually just gives Linkin Park's phone number at the bottom. You can just call them. Do you do you want to work with Linkin Park too? If they're still together, give them a call. What are you doing Saturday? Nothing. Oh shit! I got a kids party at three. <laughs> yeah, it has another. I don't. I don't know why it has a Linkin Park movie in it, but it, or song in it. But and I don't know why they let Linkin Park have anything to do with the score of any film ever made. But that definitely is uh, factually accurate regarding the Transformers revenge of the yeah. fallen and good for them though you know i mean oh yeah no totally i mean that's that's gotta be pretty cool if somehow that that in your career path ends with you working with hans zimmer i mean fuck well hey man so do you want to um put these in order uh yeah man I'd, let's yeah let's put them in order okay but be- uh, before we put them in order okay before we put them in order though i want you and me to be aware that it was nominated for seven razzie awards including worst actress megan fox oh fuck that yeah, I know. Worst Supporting Actress, Julie White. Worst Screen Couple, Shia LaBeouf and Megan. And Worst Prequel, Remake, Ripoff, or Sequel. Dude. Winning three awards, Razzies, for Worst Picture, Worst Director, and Worst Screenplay. Dude, fuck the Razzies. Like, this is, that's just mean, dude. That's fucking bullshit. That's Also, bullshit. clearly, they're only, the worst, they're only the worst screen couple if you're comparing them to Ron and Judy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hashtag relationship goals. But that being said, cool. So what's your order? Uh, Revenge of the Fallen, Transformers, the Transformers, the movie. Yep. I'm going to do the same. I enjoyed this one better than the other two. Oh, dude, this movie is the the fucking robot fights. I mean, if you're watching a Transformers to watch robots fight, or Transformers movies to see robots fighting, which if you're watching it for some other reason, I don't, I don't, I can't even imagine what's wrong with you. You're not watching it for the Linkin Park score. (laughs) This one definitely had better robot fights than Transformers. And I mean, even though the soundtrack to the Transformers, the movie is fucking amazing. It's just like, it's, it's, we've talked about it, but it's just a lot. A lot happens in that. Um, the only downside to this movie, it is so fucking long yeah i wish it had been two movies i don't wish it had been two movies i just wish they had cut out half the shit in the fucking movie i just but that being said then it would only be like 60 percent of the robot fights no leave the robot fights just cut out the other oh stuff. just take out the actual stories <laughs> yeah yeah well that's that's i will say that like yeah the second one this one i do like it more i i honestly like some yeah some of the writing was questionable um some of the decisions that were made were definitely questionable um but 
I think some of the writing was probably more solid and it could be just even the acting between Shia and Megan Fox having already worked together they play off each other really well in this yeah I think they did great their back and forth is very reminiscent of Shane Black's uh type of buddy cop writing that's actually a good like, point. You're you're totally right. I love it when he does the 10 seconds. Like, I'm not talking to you for 10 seconds. That's so fucking great. Exactly as that scene was happening. Yeah. Was when I was like, oh my God, no, this is Shane Black level. Yeah. It was, it was great. He counts down with his fingers. <laughs> uh, uh, it's such, it's a, it's a really fun movie. It is. It is. It, I love this movie. I really do. I'm, I'm a Michael Bay fan. If you'd asked me a year ago, if I like Michael Bay, I would have said, fuck Michael Bay. He makes shitty movies, but dude, I'm a Michael Bay fan. Shit. Screw that. Ask me two weeks ago. <laughs> Ask me tomorrow when I forget that this is Michael Bay. <laughs> But yeah. All right. Well. No, nah, it was excellent. Well, this has been uh, Will and Matt watch all the Transformers films. Um, I've been Will once again, and I'm Matt. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, next week we're gonna be doing uh, Transformers. I think it's Dark of the Moon is the next one. Dark of the Moon. Yeah, Dark of the Moon from 2011. So tune in next week and uh, listen to that. Thank you. Thank you.